This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, June 1st, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Transforming the U.S. food system. Wheat troubles. Livestock bills expected to move. Administration plan to target food deserts. The Biden administration is announcing a plan today to transform the U.S. food system by improving supply chains and addressing issues exposed by the COVID-19 pandemic. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack providing details of the measures at a speech in Georgetown University. The plan includes some previously announced initiatives, including funding to expand meat and poultry processing. But there also is $600 million in new aid to support food supply chain infrastructure outside meat processing. The announcement also includes $400 million for regional food business centers, up to $300 million for a new organic transition initiative, $75 million to support urban agriculture. On Thursday, Vilsack will be in Ohio with Democrat Representative Marcy Kaptur to visit a full-service grocery store in central Toledo called Market on the Green. You can read more about that plan at agripulse.com. Farmers make major progress in planting. Some 86% of the nation's expected corn crop now in the ground. That's virtually in line with the five-year average pace at this point, although planting is still running well behind in North Dakota. USD's weekly crop progress reports that 56% of North Dakota's crop had been planted as of Sunday. According to an analysis by the Senate Agriculture Committee's minority staff, about 2.9 million acres of corn in North Dakota and Minnesota have yet to be planted, along with 1.2 million acres in Illinois. North Dakota and Minnesota farmers are also behind planting spring wheat. North Dakota usually accounts for half of U.S. production of spring wheat, and only 59% of the state's expected crop is in the ground. In addition, Senators John Hoven, the North Dakota Republican, and Amy Klobuchar, the Democrat from Minnesota, have asked USDA to make payments to farmers to offset the reduced crop insurance guarantee that comes with late planting. In a statement to AgriPulse yesterday, USDA spokesperson said the department would, quote, take a close look at the proposal put forward. Now, take note, some 40% of the nation's winter wheat crop remains in poor to very poor condition, including 80% of the crop in Texas and 51% of the Oklahoma crop. Grassley, livestock bills to move this month. Senator Chuck Grassley, Iowa Republican, says he expects the Senate Agriculture Committee to easily approve a pair of bills this month to reform livestock markets. One bill would mandate minimum levels of cash trading in cattle markets, and the second would require the appointment of a special investigator in USDA's Packers and Stockyards Division. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, 
driven by the market and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. USTR urged to secure more friendly foreign fertilizer supplies. U.S. farmers depend on imported fertilizer, but the availability of global supplies are tightening, prompting four GOP senators to implore U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai to help facilitate trade with nations that are trusted sources. Russia and Belarus likely won't be suppliers for U.S. farmers for a long time. U.S. has tariffs on other major producers like Morocco and is in the process placing duties on Trinidad and Tobago. Western countries with fertilizer supply problems will be competing for fertilizer from friendly countries. Senator Chuck Grassley and Joni Ernst of Iowa, Roger Marshall of Kansas, and Deb Fisher of Nebraska say in a letter to Ambassador Ty, We cannot be left scrambling in 2023 and beyond to find crop nutrients. We need to begin working today to solve this inevitable challenge. The senators highlighted Canada as the best potential for increased trade and said the Biden administration should work to end the cross-border vaccine mandate between the two countries. Taiwan moves up, ranks as major U.S. ag market. The U.S. exported $3.94 billion worth of agriculture commodities to Taiwan, in 2021. That is an 18% jump from 2020, making Taiwan the sixth largest foreign market for U.S. ag products. That according to the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. It marked the second largest year ever for Taiwanese imports from the U.S., just behind the 2018 spike of $4.08 billion. Rising U.S. beef and dairy shipments were key to the big year in 2021. The U.S. shipped a record $668 million worth of beef to Taiwan in 2021. That was a 21% increase from the year before. Taiwan imported a record $167 million worth of dairy products at a 15% increase from 2020. Organic strawberries, peanut butter, likely case of outbreaks. FDA and the CDC are investigating a multi-state outbreak of hepatitis A infections potentially linked to fresh organic strawberries that were branded as Fresh Campo and HEB and brought in March in April. 17 people have been taken ill and 12 have been hospitalized. No one has died. 15 of the cases were in California. Another outbreak on FDA's radar involves salmonella and Jeff peanut butter. J.M. Smucker has recalled certain lots in the wake of 16 illnesses and two hospitalizations, and Giant Eagle is among retailers pulling items containing the peanut butter from its stores. GAO report, broadband programs need national strategy. The Government Accountability Office says the U.S. needs a comprehensive national strategy on broadband access, to prevent overlap among the 100 federal programs intended to expand the service. GAO said efforts to avoid duplication of grants can disenfranchise still underserved rural areas who've previously received assistance. GAO also found significant differences in statutory requirements and definitions across the various programs. Congress may need to change some laws to better align the programs, the report said. 
GAO recommended the White House create, quote, a national broadband strategy to better manage and synchronize overlapping and fragmented federal broadband programs. Take note, the report comes after Congress recently authorized $65 billion in funding to broadband expansion last year, and the U.S. has spent over $44 million on broadband between 2015 and 2020. Well, here's today's He Said It. Just think of how inflation is hurting farmers and consumers. We've got to bring prices down. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa asserting that legislation aimed at increasing the prices processors pay for cattle with lower retail beef prices. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, June 1st, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.